Hi, I'm Wyatt from Disney Real to Real, and you're watching Disney Channel. Waves wand makes Mickey icon gets fifty dollars for the day. <laughs> Joining me today is a very special guest, a co-host of the Shoot the Flick podcast, Frankie Sparks. <laughs> know why your tone is so sad and droll this is a a grand occasion i know i was trying really hard not to laugh uproariously during your intro there. <laughs> <laughs> i was just, like holding it in yeah um uh, let's just say that i've i've been like stuck in like the 1930s and 40s for most of the series so far so then ramping up to 2007 2006 that's that's a real you're gonna get the bends from that. <laughs> uh but in case uh none of my thumbnails or titles gave anything away, we are talking about high school musical the concert. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Um <laughs> and, uh I guess before we begin, we're gonna uh do round two of personal Disney questions. Okay. Okay. So, is there a Disney princess that you identify with? I would say Belle I identify with the most. Recently, we watched Hercules for our show. And mm -hmm. I, I got to say, I found a new appreciation for Meg. Oh, my God. The sarcastic queen that is Meg. So, did they give you a name to go with those rippling pectorals? <laughs> Are you always this articulate? <laughs> yeah. Thanks for everything, Herc. It's been a real It's been a real slice. slice. <laughs> she is so extra and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh I think I might have shared my pick in an earlier episode, but just to reiterate, um I think I identify with Anna from Frozen. But she's not my favorite. <laughs> Anna's a good one. But yeah, she's she's not my fave either. Sometimes I feel like she's quirky for the sake of quirk and not mm -hmm. like a real personality. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's just because I can now say I definitely do identify with her because I too fell for somebody that I had just met only um, they catfished me. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Don't you hate it when that happens? Yeah. And I was dumb enough to give them four grand. Oh, shit. <laughs> this is me being Miley. <laughs> <laughs> this is me being Miley. Oh, no. She also connects with High School Musical because she did a cameo in High School Musical, too. Just putting yeah, it up there. Yeah, she did. And like everyone else in the cast, uh, her wardrobe was brought to you by Old Navy. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm stealing that from another podcast. It's called We Want the D. They went all out about High School Musical and everything was just... <laughs> you were talking about Old Navy so much. I feel like a lot of us millennials... Well, I don't know if you're technically a millennial, are you? No, I'm a Zoomer. God damn it. Well, us millennials <laughs> over here... <laughs> we have this, like, almost... Like, PTSD, like waking up from a bad dream like remember when high school musical was like our entire lives 
<laughs> and then we realized what real movies were. And we were like, oh, <laughs> this isn't real. <laughs> you mean there's more than Miley Cyrus's The Climb? Oh, yeah. yeah. That, was a, that was a classic, though. That was a heartstring <laughs> puller. Okay. Don't you feel bad for Miley and her many much monies? <laughs> many much monies. That's what we should call every millionaire. Mm-hmm. Many much money. Je- Jeff Bezos, he's a money much money. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but yeah. All right. So you're, you're, uh, you're not ready for this. I am like. not ready. For this. I didn't know this existed really until you told me, and yes. I was like, this, "Oh God, okay." <laughs> Another high school musical thing I have to watch. <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing. I guess we should both start by asking the most important question. Mm. What does high school musical mean to you? <laughs> well, I know I know my answer. Do you want me to give my answer first? Go ahead. So I was all but 13 when high school musical, the first one, came out. Um, for me, it just took over my life at that time as it did for many tweens and young kids. That's the thing too. Just when I watched this and they would cut to the crowd, (laughs) it's like, oh no, was I too old for this at 13? I guess so. Because I feel like I I was trying to imagine. I honestly felt like their audience was too young. I know. I I felt like that too. I was like, was I too old or is like. They're just a bunch of kids who thought they were going to go see the Wiggles today. Like, I don't, I felt very, like, it was the first time I ever felt like a pang of shame for being a high school musical stan. So it was weird. (laughs) Listen, listen here. It didn't last long. But (laughs) just a little ping of shame. But now looking back at it, I mentioned this on on my show, uh, Shoot the Flick, by the way, if you want to check out my podcast. Um. But yeah, I showed my husband the whole trilogy and he screamed in horror. And when I brought this up to him, he's like, you have fun and then ran so far away. But (laughs) (laughs) now I would say High School Musical is just like a time capsule to me. It's very much a time capsule of what the early to mid 2000s was. And just the I, I just love the cheese, especially with the first one. The first one, I think, is genuinely like really good like a good like it's it's definitely cheesy and stupid at times but it's still a very good time capsule cheese fest that you can just sit down and enjoy oh it is cheesy (laughs) yeah i mean they're all cheesy to a certain well to a large extent but i could get constipated from the level of cheese that they're providing sure but i for me the first high school musical is the only one that i would like genuinely sit down and watch again and like be happy about it and be like mm-hmm. oh what what a nice time this was before adulthood came along yeah. and ruined everything yeah i can at least appreciate it on that level and the songs are bops at least in the first one <laughs> D- don't how dare you <laughs> You're just just like, I can see the, oh, poor baby in your face. No, no. (laughs) Poor baby. No, no, it's more like, oh, 
okay, where do I begin? <laughs> yes, why, why don't you explain what High School Musical means to you? <laughs> Since you brought this up. Well, no, actually, one more thing. Who, were, who would you consider yourself to be in high school? Like, what kind of clique were you part of? Oh, God. I was like an offbeat for sure, but I was definitely a theater kid, which is another thing that I guess um, gravitated me to this. Were you a Sharpay or a... No, God, no. I was like a, I was like a Kelsey. I was just like a very shy kid in the background that was trying to find her voice. You were making piano arrangements that people immediately took and fucked around with. Yeah. Well, to be fair, that's like, you know, that's like any musical. (laughs) Any musical, you have to suspend your disbelief enough to be like, oh, randomly, everyone's going to start singing, you know, the same dance moves and the same lyrics. So you you forgive that, I guess. I guess. Um, Okay. (laughs) Or not. (laughs) (laughs) Enough beating about the bush. How do I feel about High School Musical? What does it mean to me? The thesis of my new paper. Um, (laughs) So, High School Musical 1. It came out in January of 2006 on the Disney Channel. Uh, I should have looked up how many viewers it pulled in. A shit ton, I know that. And then the second one got even more. I think the second one is still like the most viewed decom ever. Yeah, I think it was like over 17 million. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but um i was five years old when the first movie came out jeez you see you didn't have the brain capacity to appreciate how dare you (laughs) how dare you Uh, you're five i'm not calling you stupid okay okay i I was still fresh to the world of pop culture indeed indeed Okay. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> um, and I remember that I don't remember it being a super big phenomenon in my, I guess, grade school. Like, <laughs> would have been mm-hmm. what, what was it like, the second or the third grade. And but the only vivid thing I remember is that when we were doing PE, um. We used to have to run laps before each like activity that we'd be doing. And I distinctly remember there were days when they would play the High School Musical 2 soundtrack as we were running laps. <laughs> well, that'll get you <laughs> running far away. <laughs> far away. Far and fast. And that is where I first discovered the song that was cut out of the sequel called Humu Humu Nuku Nuku oh, Apua Ah. <laughs> Dude. I didn't know about that movie until like a few years ago. And then when we rewatched High School Musical 2 for our podcast, like I was, I was, I was shooketh. I was very shooketh. What in the cultural appropriation is going on here? No, (laughs) no. But then let's see. I, I just remember it being something that I liked it. But I didn't have, like, how do I put this? Like, because obviously I wasn't a teenager and in high school. So it was like, I think I kind of, like, I don't even know if I could say that I liked it because my friends liked it. It was mm-hmm. just like a, well, it was this a is thing like that a, existed. 
yeah, it was a thing that existed, but also, like, by that point, it's, like, my Disney interests were mostly around, like, the animated films and a little bit on the theme parks. The second movie is what made people go bananas in my community. Uh, and, uh, I don't know. It just, it wasn't good enough for me to have, like, a strong, passionate reaction to it. I just, well, I will say that the second one that came out when I turned seven, eight, somewhere in there, and uh, I was paying a lot of attention to Zac Efron. Yeah, you know, you know, me too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love the Zac Efron. Yeah. Um, except- and his lack of presence in this concert is very noticeable. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it changes the whole thing. But hairspray. I know, but hairspray. (laughs) I haven't seen that movie in forever. I don't remember it being great. (laughs) Yeah, I I just I think it's been ages for me. But yeah, um and I I honestly I wish the second movie would have gotten gayer. I mean everyone does. (laughs) That whole (laughs) sequence with uh with Ryan and and uh, Corbin Blue and that yeah Chad and it was so it's so yeah Chad it's so laughable too because it's like Kenny Ortega who's also like a very gay film director in the industry he was like yeah we wanted to make Ryan just outwardly gay but Disney was like no because Disney and then yeah I think they just tried every way possible to like go as close to the line as they could without saying it so like let's have yeah. chad and ryan switch clothes wouldn't that yeah. be fun <laughs> uh, and then i feel like they just came out recently because they're doing the new like the high school musical show or whatever the musical and the series they, like just yeah. yeah they just came out saying like oh ryan is uh gay what a revelation it's like dude we everyone knows that and he's <laughs> like, with scott disney Hoying? was a little late but we all knew that already Apparently he's with Scott Hoying from Pentatonix. Yeah, I saw the trailer. I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um, and then the third movie came out and let's see, it would have been, it came out in November like, of 2008, right? Yeah. By then I didn't care about High School Musical anymore. So I didn't see it in theaters or anything. And then I finally saw it probably for the first time, maybe like. I don't know, like probably a few years ago for the first time. And I was like, oh, okay. I, that's okay. I didn't really need to see it. <laughs> I mean, the only the only good thing about it was the ending. The ending kind of like gave me feels because it's very like lofty and it's, you know, it's the end of an era, so to speak. So that was cute. But other than that, it's like, yeah, it's kind of bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh... I think I wanted it to get even gayer than the second one. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of hard because, I mean, Ryan's barely in it. I know, I but like I mean, really... like, like I don't know what else I would have been looking for. Like, yeah. I, I, I just... Like, maybe the I Wanted All musical number could have had more, mm-hmm. like, shirtless dudes. I don't know. But then again, I mean, high school, so I don't know. Wouldn't that hurt, I guess. But oh, but you can't even say that. They do things in these movies that are, like, in high school that if 
a normal high schooler did them, they would probably get expelled. <laughs> so it's like, oh my god, oh my god! I just remembered when they like hazed those two guys yes. in the bathtub. <laughs> yes, we talked about that on our show too. And Scott, my husband Scott, when he watched that, he was like, wait. How are they getting detention? They got <laughs> hazed and humiliated and like <laughs> running around, forced to run around naked in the like. And they're like, minors. Zach and, Zach and Chad would be expelled. Troy and Chad, yes. excuse me. Yes. Would be expelled immediately. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then in the first movie, I think Miss Darvis, she tries to pull a power move by going over to Coach Bolton's office, but she goes through the locker rooms. Oh yeah, she just strolls in there. Yeah, and she owns the place. You can't <laughs> like, do lady, that. You can't. You can't just do that. No. Oh my god. Um. Yeah. But yeah, I guess having gone through that inner turmoil for all those years, um, <laughs> I can say for that you I'm... inner turmoil for me, you know, <laughs> just a wonderful experience a wonderful growing experience. up with that. Um. I think I can say that this movie reminds me of my very conservative hometown. (laughs) (laughs) And it's coming from that, it's coming from that culture of people who also really love like early Taylor Swift. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're talking like the Jonas Brothers. Yes, 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 yes. uh, Purity Rings. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, well, I mean, it's Disney, so what do you expect? But for me, too, it was like, because mind you, I was 13 when I met my husband, mm-hmm. the guy who, I mean, obviously, we didn't get married when we were 13, but he, I <laughs> met when we were in middle school, and he was a football player who also did theater. So, And he had, like, big swoopy uh... hair like Zac Efron. He was, like, my personal little Troy Bolton, and he hates when I say that, but it's true. <laughs> That's well, how, does, I, how like, does it feel? How does it feel yeah. to have all your dreams come true and put it I mean, <laughs> in like one man? I mean, it ain't it ain't too bad. Listen, but he hates it though, which makes me laugh when I when I say when I compare Troy and Gabriella to myself and my husband. <laughs> he gets like, "Are you kidding me or what?" I'm like, yeah. well, you know, there there are comparisons. I'm not as much of a goody goody as uh, Vanessa Hudgens was in that oh movie, but. And that's why when her nudes leaked, like, a few years Jesus later, Christ. there was a cultural just shockwave <laughs> through <laughs> through all us Disney kids. We, like, lost our shit. I saw those when I was Ugh. six years old. D- oh, no. <laughs> that's inappropriate. That's a it crime, is. sir. It is. That is a crime. It is. And I- oh, jeez. I was that, that I will say though that was one thing that made me come to the conclusion that I am in fact a homosexual. Now see, now see, High School Musical has done things for you. Because <laughs> I was like, it what the fuck is this? A service. <laughs> oh man. Oh my god. I probably didn't have to share that, but. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. Listen, we love openness and honesty. Yeah. Ugh. But yeah, I will say that watching this concert was very, it, like I said, it's the first time I ever was like, oh, <laughs> like, yeah. was watching the high school musical thing. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that that controversy happened three months after this concert wrapped. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. 
So I'm glad we got all that out of the way first. Yeah, let's let's rip off the band-aid of yeah. nudes. <laughs> yeah. Um let's see. Um oh yeah. When I got to high school, I was I'm gonna sound like an asshole, but I was probably the one person, maybe one of very, very few people who could have been selected to be like in the movie high school musical. (laughs) It's that thing where it's like, you know, I've, I am a singer by hobby and I've been practicing on that shit for many, many years. So I already was like, like I wasn't trained per se, but it was sort Mm -hmm. of like, it just was a natural thing for me. And a lot of people in there were kind of like, amateurs um (laughs) and uh i was like okay i'm ready to treat this 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 extracurricular activity like i'm Mm -hmm. like i'm like um like i'm training under bob fossey or something (laughs) right (laughs) yeah i didn't come from a like small conservative like i mean i'm from long island so it's all you know us New York kids, we all want to fight for the spotlight. <laughs> Unless you were like me, and I was just kind of like, I just want the experience. I just want to put on a show with my friends. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I wanted to do that too, but it was just like, a lot of these people, it's like, they didn't really have the self-discipline to like. <laughs> sure. Yeah. They were just, they were in it for, they had less passion for it than I did, so. Mm-hmm. But, um. That didn't stop me from winning best male vocalist for my choir four years in a row. Hey. Look at you go. Look at you go. Look at me go, bitch. Um, the, the, I will say the one problem I had the entire time was controlling my volume. <laughs> Even my director, I had two directors. One of them was like if Miss Darbus had like a chill filter. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The other one was a guy who I love him. But he's really growing out his beard, and now he's looking like a guy from Duck Dynasty. It's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of a thing. Um, but he he said to me once, he was like, "Wyatt, you have a, a beautiful voice, but can you please just like <laughs> turn it down?" And I'm turn like, "I don't down. know how." <laughs> oh God. Uh, but now I do. So y'all are blessed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, and then I'm trying to remember anything else. Like, I guess maybe we can run more personal shit as we're going through this this gem of a show. (laughs) All right. So just some quick info. Uh, The High School Musical Concert went from November 29th of 2006 to May 30th of 2007. There were 42 shows in North America, 10 in Latin America, Um, Canada. Sorry, you lose them. Uh, actually, no. Actually, no. I take that back. They had some Canada shows. I don't know why I just snubbed you. <laughs> you don't get it, Canada. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, and then any other information? Uh, not only was the film promoted as well as the cast, um, but there were three. Uh, players who had their own individual albums that they were promoting through the show. We had <laughs> we had V by Vanessa Hudgens, Headstrong by Ashley Tisdale, and oh Another God. Side by Corbin Blue. 
they were really pushing Corbin Blue's segment. We'll talk yeah. about that, but yeah, because <laughs> I think that was when Jump In was coming out. Because I know the song, yeah, one of the songs he did was from Jump In. I never yeah. saw that movie, but neither did I. It was quite the production. <laughs> yeah. I'd say that was probably my favorite of the of the OG pieces. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was definitely the most produced um, and like thought out. I will say. When my husband came home from work yesterday after I watched this, I said, you don't have to watch the whole thing, but you have to sit down and watch Corbin Blue segment. And he's like, do I really? <laughs> yes, you do. And I just watched him watch it. And that was fun for me. You held him at gunpoint. <laughs> I I mean, I basically, but I was like, no, this is the only thing that's worth watching <laughs> for you. Because <laughs> it's so very bad. <laughs> <laughs> i mean not bad like he obviously can dance and he sings i mean he was on broadway corbin blue so he can yeah, obviously yeah. he's a very talented guy but yeah just the the whole production was quite <laughs> quite funny yep yep um yeah i'm sorry guys i don't know what it is i'm just <laughs> i'm at a loss with feelings about this right now but <laughs> Um, let's see. Also, uh, I guess the main competition for this franchise at the time would have been the Cheetah Girls. Mm-hmm. Um, they were very, but very not really popular. competition because it's all Disney, so they don't care. <laughs> I know, but I mean, like, I think they beat a record that the Cheetah Girls had set. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I can't remember what it was. They had like a triple platinum selling soundtrack. Yeah, that sounds right. I don't see because I for sure saw the first Cheetah Girls. Uh, the sec I know there's two more, but I don't think I saw them. Yeah, I think wasn't Drew Seeley in the second one? Oh, I don't know. Fucking Drew Seeley, man. Drew Seeley in this concert movie is—he's really trying. He's really trying to be somebody. <laughs> he's really trying. And it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> it makes me so uncomfortable. I was like, because they do this thing. They all do this thing when they're performing um, where, and it happens a lot in concerts where like the performer will like wave to the audience, you know? Yeah. And like certain members of the audience. This guy waves like more than any of them combined. And it's like, dude, <laughs> nobody knows you. Nobody fucking knows who you are. And everybody is looking at you thinking, where's Zach? Like, stop <laughs> kidding yourself. Where's stop Troy? <laughs> like, literally, where is Zach Efron? Stop. Like, <laughs> and it's so, I was, I went, I got like maybe a quarter or to halfway through this concert movie before I started like trying to figure out the lip syncing situation. Mm-hmm. I think in all the group numbers they're lip syncing and then when they're because when they're moving like when they ha- like yeah. in Get Your Head in the Game they're obviously lip syncing because the sound the, the track sounds exactly like the movie Yes, so it's like okay that's definitely lip syncing but then there's a part where in Get Your Head in the Game where uh, Troy's supposed to like have a little like a slow part like why am I feeling so wrong that's <laughs> Drew Seeley singing and I'm like bro <laughs> bro it's so obvious that you weren't singing just now (laughs) yeah because you're because they're all sweating buckets they're like every time you do a close-up on any of them they're all pouring with sweat poor thing yes (laughs) and and like drew specifically i feel like he 
a lot of the time sounded like he was out of breath. <laughs> yeah. Like you were not ready for this, sweetie. They I have a whole section reserved <laughs> for Vanessa Hudgens. We'll get to that. <laughs> mm-hmm. They called Drew Seeley at the last minute. I was like, listen, <laughs> <laughs> you're you're the guy. You did the voice, right? So just like, you, can you do this, please? <laughs> please. The, literally the only other reason he has for being there is that he co-wrote Get Your Head in the Game. Oh, yeah, he mentioned, he made sure to mention that. And it's like, dude, I, that's great and all, but like the song, it's not, you know, it's not evergreen. It's, you know, it's the same <laughs> line like 10 times in a row. <laughs> like, calm yourself. Oh, my God. You were literally just referencing Barbara Streisand. <laughs> I was like trying to think of a really like, like classic, like lyrical song. That was the first thing that came to my head. But. <laughs> The point is, you're not, you know, you're not T-Swifting it up, writing all your own magical, lyrical beauties here. It's get your head in the game, gotta get you, get your head in the game. This is an enchanted. Times in a row. Oh, my God. Ugh. All right. Well, I guess one more fact I should share before we go. Th- I think it'd probably be best to go, like, song oh, by yeah. song. Oh, yeah. Let's just go through, like, the whole set list. Yes. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Um... The, the other thing I want to share is that uh, they performed at the then-named Conseco Fieldhouse in Indianapolis on January 17th, 2007, and they earned $600,484 from this performance. And I believe there were 13.6 thousand people in attendance. And I just bring that up because that's the closest venue to me. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> But I still, I don't think I was yanking the the parents' shirts being like, Mommy, Mommy, take me to this high school musical concert. Yeah, I wasn't either. Like, I didn't even know. Like, I don't know if, like, it was on my radar when I was 13 years old. But if it was, I don't think I would have went out of my way to try to, like, go. I don't know. Maybe it was because for me, it's like how the Glee concert is for me now because I went because I was a big Glee fan and I went to the Glee (laughs) concert. And now I like I don't really openly share that information (laughs) most of the time. (laughs) I feel like this would be similar to that where it's like I would have gone if I was offered tickets, but I wouldn't have like sought them out. And I probably would not have told anybody that I actually went (laughs) Yeah, you'd be like, oh, I was sick. I had, I can just, I contracted the flu. Achoo. <laughs> and then I would have been that asshole. I would have been that asshole in the nosebleeds just singing, screaming, like, where's Troy the whole time? <laughs> You're not Troy. <laughs> You're not Troy. <laughs> if only somebody got pissed enough to, like, throw their microphone at, at someone. Oh, my God. Oh, that shit with Cardi B. Oh, boy. Oh, Cardi. Um, yeah, um, but the other the other thing about that was that um, in January of 2018, they held auditions for The Voice at that same venue, and I auditioned. Did you? Yes, and that's cool. It was freaking cold. <laughs> we had just come back from a Florida vacation, and I was literally the only person there in like a full suit and bow tie. Oh jeez! I look like an English professor, <laughs> and uh, I sang for like they had us all in these like little groups of, um, of a uh, what's the word? It's like auditionees. 
auditioners, mm-hmm. whatever the fuck. Auditioners, probably. I don't know. But yeah. 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 Uh, and then they put us all in these separate rooms with different producers of the show. And I sang I've Got the World on a String, the Frank Sinatra version. Mm-hmm. And I was one of the few people who actually got like a comment from the producer. Wow. Uh he said, very nice. Like, do you do a, a lot of theater? And I was like, yes. Can you was, tell? <laughs> yes. And he was like, you have a very theatery voice. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now looking back, I'm like, was that a compliment or? <laughs> I mean, it might've been a compliment, but they're like, yeah, not right for the voice. Not right for the voice. <laughs> So I should have I should have sang it like I've got the world on a string, yeah, exactly. sitting <laughs> on a Rambo. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, but one other guy, I think he made it, and I think he sang um, "Sex and Candy." Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know if he made it to like everyone's television stations and stuff, but yeah, he they they liked him the best. But um, anyway. <laughs> Take it back to 2006. Uh, So we open with this weird montage of like voice clips from the OG High School Musical. Yup. And I was very excited because the whole like production started with Corbin Blue screaming, "What team? What team? What team?" I was like, "Yup." Oh yes, yes. They also provide um, brief. Hella brief behind the scenes clips between each yeah. performance. Which were kind of pointless. <laughs> they didn't really provide anything of interest or import except until like the very end when Monique Coleman cries. I was like, oh, yeah. that was sweet. But then before that, I was like, all right, this is kind of stupid. <laughs> yeah. It, it just. It... Okay. One more thing. I swear before we before we really get into it. What kind of teenage girl do you think High School Musical was made for? Oh, God. Like, the, you know, like, preteen girl who's, like, obsessed with boys. Okay. And, like, you know, or, like, the theater girl that likes to, you know, sing or whatever. Okay. So, are we so talking, theater, like, like a city girl? Are we talking, like, a country girl? Are we talking, like... Uh, I don't know. I don't know if, like... I don't know. I feel like tween aged pitter pattering for boys is kind of a universal thing at some point but <laughs> but yeah it's definitely made for like tweens who don't know what hormones are yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> or don't fully understand them and then uh and also for like the musical theater set yeah which both of which i fell into at that time so it was like perfect for me i guess yeah I think there's a little bit of like Christianity, <laughs> just sprinkle in there. Well, I mean, being just, like not overt, but not for overt. sure, it's just like the Disney-fied, like clean cut version of. Because I mean, they don't kiss the whole fucking yeah. movie. Yeah, and then the sec- the second movie, they don't kiss the whole time until like the fucking last shot. So it's like you know, yeah. and then you know, but then in the second movie, it starts with him giving her a necklace. Or with his <laughs> fucking ugly necklace. It. It's so yeah. It's very. Ugh, it's icky. Got it from Costco. <laughs> Not Costco. Claire's. Claire's. <laughs> oh 
but yeah so it's I, I agree that there's like a very it's you know not necessarily christiany but like just very clean and like yeah disney clean <laughs> well that's the thing it's like i know that disney can get hella clean and conservative but i just there's something about the disney channel shit at this time that i was like this is on a different level of like i would agree <laughs> like like there's a difference between this and like I guess the fucking Disney princess movies where it's like, you just, you wait until marriage and then that's your happily ever after and shit like that. Whereas these are just like, like chaste flirting. Yeah. Very chaste <laughs> half second cheek, half second kisses on the cheek. Right. Uh, if you yeah. have like a, if you have like a tank top on, you are obligated to wear a shirt over it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're playing basketball. Yeah. <laughs> that thing better have sports. spaghetti straps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Nary a spaghetti strap in sight. God or damn. like a mini skirt or anything remotely revealing. Just yeah. all all like mom jeans and cardigans <laughs> for the girls. <laughs> and yep. headbands because apparently Monique Coleman's hairdresser destroyed her hair. <laughs> so she had to wear headbands the whole time. I was like, poor girl. Yeah, and the fact that I think it's mainly Ashley Tisdale who's wearing so much Argyle. Oh my god. Well, just like, just look at this concert. You see like the outfits that they were put in. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Let's, let's, actually, you know what? Let's let's take the time to talk about the fashion. We need to give it its moment. It hurts. It hurts. All right, so we're looking 2006, Argyle. Mm -hmm. It's weird because I feel like that at that time, it probably would have been considered, like, a preppy aesthetic. Sure. But also, it was kind <clears throat> of emo, so... <laughs> yeah, kind of. I get what you're saying. And then, like, But this was, like, around the time where, like, uh, you know, what was it called? Oh, Converse. So you, you wore, yeah. like, dresses with Converse shoes if you were a cool girl. Like, I like... I like pretty things but i'm also a tomboy so i'm gonna wear a dress with converse actually tisdale came out in that and i was like oh god (laughs) why did we do this (laughs) why did we say this was okay it made sense like every girl on the disney channel did that look and it's like dude stop it and it was like the really like the knee-high boots or socks Mm -hmm. my god Mm -hmm. like they were just all the guys wore jeans with chains on them God. <laughs> Either like paint splatter or chains or little holes in the in the knee or all three. All the <laughs> all of the Because they were feeling extra for, yeah. for get your head in the game or some shit. Oh my god. Um I think Lucas Grabiel's outfits. Um oh my god. also I will I will say he was probably my favorite member of the cast. I mean, I'll say that he's he's definitely an unsung hero of the series. And in this concert, they made him the MC, which I was like, good for you, man. Because he did it really well. He did a great job. I felt like he was the one guy who understood the assignment. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, I mean, I would hope that he was at least somewhat comfortable with the with the uh, attire he was forced to wear all the time he every fucking shot of him in every movie including this fucking concert he's got a fucking beret on fedora (laughs) may or may not have glitter on it and a very loud bright 
like ensemble and it's you know, if you like that cool but it's like you know you, you can't let him just like you know switch it up a little bit like put him in a t-shirt and like let him fucking play basketball in the fucking <laughs> in the basketball seat let him come running out in like a tank top and basketball shorts <laughs> let him be comfortable for a minute i know but then like how would that quick change go true Oh, yeah, they had a quick change at the end that was clearly a quick change because they had cheerleaders come out and do like a little dance number. And it's like, OK, this quick change isn't so quick. <laughs> like, let's <Yeah>. move along. <laughs> my my most disappointing quick change was the the white. It almost looked like a what are those jackets called? That's like you see them like in movies where it's like a guy is about to like like a uh, flash somebody oh like an overcoat like, like like an overcoat but there's a name for it i, I know i like a slicker yeah. kind of but not really i know what yeah. you're talking about yeah but imagine that on vanessa hudgens and mm-hmm. she's wearing this it's not even a full red dress underneath like i think they literally just put like a petticoat around the end of the jacket mm-hmm. so then when she takes it off it's just a tank top and white Skin tight jeans. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Literally, the only great thing she had going for her was that classic red dress. I liked her um, when she came out to do her solo songs. She had like a really she had a nice dress on, and then she had like these chainmail gloves that I feel like <laughs> me as a confused teenage girl who didn't know, like just wanted to be different, didn't know how to express herself. I probably would have loved those little chainmail gloves that she was wearing. <laughs> I was like, oh, these are so cool. But like, yeah, I feel like the 2000s-ness came out the most with Ashley Tisdale and Corbin Blue. Yeah. Because a lot of the times they were wearing just like general like white and red stuff because Wildcats yeah. and like that was fine. But then, yeah, Ashley Tisdale came out for her solo and it just like slapped me in the face. Like, oh, we're in 2007. Okay, got it. I'm I'm here. I'm back. I'm back. Okay, I got it. Well, did you see the two videos that I sent you last night? Yeah. Okay. So you know that she went out of that skirt and Mm -hmm. into these like, I can only describe them as apple bottom jeans. But um, (laughs) but it was like. (laughs) Oh, my God. uh, she, she was missing the boots with the fur. Indeed, um, indeed. Thank God. Yeah. We don't need to sweat more. It's already hot no. out there. Oh my God. I feel for them in that regard. Um, but it's just like, hers was the most striking to me because it was, it felt like she was trying to be punk without being punk. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's, that's what Disney did. I feel like to a lot of their female stars that were like transitioning to music they i don't know if they really did that to vanessa Mm-mm. vanessa was just kind of pure pop i think but they did that to ashley a little bit they did that to demi mm. so they yeah and then she went like all the way over yeah. there demi oh she's God. like fuck you you think this is punk i'll show you <laughs> fuck camp rock <laughs> i'm going over here <laughs> i i have mixed feelings about her single uh, la la land you remember that? Mm, vaguely. I think it was... It had the cast of that show she was in called Sunny with a Chance. Yeah. I That was that was pretty punk. I was like, she's Disney's Haley Williams. 
Right. Yeah. Like they really, they really thought that. Um, but yeah, I wasn't really, I didn't really watch a lot of Disney Channel shows. I watched Lizzie McGuire and even Stevens I watched and that was it. And then I was pretty much only there for the decoms and such. Okay. Okay. So I was the later half and you were the early half. Yeah. Okay. I think even I recognized that Disney was a little too clean cut and full of shit. I was like, I don't think this is relatable. <laughs> Let yeah, me go watch no. Fairly Odd Parents instead. That's so much more believable. <laughs> and I'm over here being like, SpongeBob SquarePants sure looks like fun. I loved SpongeBob too. Everybody loves SpongeBob. Those first three seasons are golden. Yeah. Oh, man. I lost something once. I lost something I couldn't live without. <laughs> My identity. That's literally all you had to say. I lost something once. <laughs> oh, not many other cartoons can do that. I feel like you just say one line and it's like, oh, right back. <laughs> no, it's really sad. Hmm. Okay, now back to the concert. Anyway, back to this shit. <laughs> this shit. Oh, God. Okay, so then... The big ass high school musical sign pops out yes. from under the stage. And I'm like, oh, we better be in for a hell of a ride. Um, mm-hmm. And then <laughs> Drew and Vanessa come out in their 2006 glory singing mm-hmm. uh, the start of something new. Which they did include like the rest of the group, although clearly they weren't singing. <laughs> no, that's another thing. I was like, why do they all have like standing microphones? But then they also have I, the earpieces. I wrote that down. I was like, they all have lav mics, but yet they have standing mics. So I'm guessing that's just for show so they can have something to do on stage. Yeah. Because it was clearly like for, you know, for like, not for Corbin because Corbin was dancing, but for Ashley and Vanessa when they would go out for their solo stuff. It, yeah. it was so very obvious that all they could do as far as choreography was like stand and point into the distance. And that's <laughs> really all the choreography. So it's like they, these kids need something to do. <laughs> there was for, for Vanessa, there was a surprising amount of hip swishing. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. For sure. And I was like, maybe we don't do that at a high school musical concert. Dude, you know what's funny? At one one of the songs like towards the end, I think it was right before Bob to the Top. Um, they did an aside with Lucas Grabiel. I think it was Lucas. And he's like, oh, you know, it's so nice to look out into the crowd and see all. And we, you know, welcome the audience to join us in the fun. Yes. You know? <laughs> and it pans to the audience. It's every time they pan to the audience, it's like little kids. Like, yes. <laughs> like, like nine and younger. I'm being generous saying nine or ten and younger. Yes. And I feel like half of them. They picked, I don't know what cameraman. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what cameraman, like, they found for this, like, in a ditch somewhere. <laughs> but they happened, and I sound, this is going to sound terrible. I know. I feel like this cameraman picked out, like, the ugliest children. <laughs> oh, my God. To put on camera. Like, there was one kid. I swear to God, the, the poor kid, all his teeth were rotted out. I'm like, okay, if you get if you get that on camera, that's fine. You can't help what you get. But don't put it in the movie. Don't put it in the movie. Ten years from now, that poor child's going to be an adult and see that. you be like, oh, like, oh, I remember God. being at that Houston High School Musical concert and my teeth were Jesus. rotting out. I was like, good God. Anyway, but yeah. 
so they Lucas does that whole bit where he's like, oh, we love to invite the audience to join with us. Da, 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 da. And then it's Bob to the top. And literally in the first 30 seconds of Bob to the top, it's Ashley Tizio and Lucas Grayville just like thrusting and like yes. gyrating their hips. I'm like, okay. I think he was getting into it way more than <laughs> okay. she was. Hold on a second. Wait, am I wrong for liking High School Musical? I had like an existential crisis. <laughs> I was like, oh no. Well, here's the thing. Now that I'm an adult, I, I approve, but. <laughs> right. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. But, but like... now I'm like, mm, maybe like, don't do that. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait. wait a minute. <laughs> what was the demographic for this? <laughs> yeah. There was one, there was one uh, young audience member who must've been really in the know because she held out a sign that said, I heart Mr. Seeley's vocal cords. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, that's yeah, so <laughs> yeah. Okay, so she was going to the right sources. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then they all had these. <clears throat> what the fuck are these hats called? They're like, <laughs> they're oh, kind of like, like baseball caps, but they have like a taller. Um, I know there's a photo of Ryan Ross in one of those. <laughs> Wait, I don't know what you're talking about. I know there were fedoras in this because 2000s. That was a thing also. I, they they look like 70s disco hats, but I don't know what they're called. I have Hold no on. idea. That's going to that's gonna bother me. Hold on. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, look, Wait, up Ryan, look up Ryan Ross 2004. Hold on. I'm going to find it now, too. I'm seeing them on a YouTube thumbnail for a video called A Deep Dive into Ryan Ross's 2004 to 2006 Live Journal Account. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. Is it just like a beret? Something like that. I don't know what they're called. It's like a page boy hat? Yeah. It's like he's in the newsies or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like every little girl who wasn't wearing a hairband <laughs> was wearing a page boy cap. I think I had one of those at some point in my childhood and I never wore it because it looked stupid. <laughs> like, <laughs> I yeah, I'm like almost positive. That's, yeah. Just the, oh God, 2000s was a weird time to be alive. <laughs> Good Lord. Um, And then what did they do next? They did... Oh, uh, stick to the status. I want to talk about this. Stick to the status Stick stat- to the status quo. <laughs> Holy how okay so when i was a kid a a middle school high school theater kid right Mm -hmm. we would do like the musical or you know for the for the year and then the spring musical yeah of course such a musical adventure and we would like as like a fun trip thing or whatever we would go around to the elementary schools and like perform for the elementary school kids like a, like maybe like a number or like something like that like just like oh, a wait, 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 wait. down version wait so you what? like toured to like various elementary schools yeah in like our area okay like, so yeah i did the same thing with my choir so yeah. so that's what this number reminded me of because it's they had the actual number from the movie playing in the background with zeke zeke yeah. opening the movie and i'm like bro i miss zeke where's zeke <laughs> And then <laughs> Zeke is like the shit. Um, yeah. But and then they have like this one cafeteria table, a little gaggle of dancers, and mm-hmm. then like Corbin 
Blue and Monique Coleman, and they're doing the. I think they all actually were there, but they did mm-hmm. the whole dance. It it seemed like a scaled down version of the high school. So that's what it reminded me of, just like doing those little like performances for the elementary school. But it just made me laugh because they're performing for the movie playing in the background also. Yeah. So like the kids are talking about how they like the cello and shit and Corbin blue is acting his ass off. He's getting like really offended by it. And I'm like, you go Corbin. You're really, you're really working for your money. Here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, I'd say maybe this is probably the best song in the soundtrack. For the live or just for like the just generally movie in general, I like I I'm trying to think if I don't like any of the songs from the first movie. I don't think I I think I like all of them. <laughs> yep, <laughs> pretty much do. I mean, I'll say uh, what's it called? Yeah, no, I like all of them, but I'll say <laughs> that we're all in this together is the worst one. <laughs> yeah. Because it's the most, like, overtly cheesy and ridiculous. It reminds me of a youth camp. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's like, we'll be together. We're all very special. It's like, okay. We're ew. all children of the Lord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. We are pro-abstinence. <laughs> right. It, yeah. g- it gives very much that vibe. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say that for sure. Oh, my God. Uh, and then in the third one in the third movie they do like a slow version of it which makes me laugh hysterically every time (laughs) i'm like are we trying to make this like emotional okay yeah well i will say that i did a little digging on some of the actors and lucas uh he was involved with some like youth group organizations when he was a kid and stuff so but he's a pro like queer lgbt feminist guy now mm-hmm. so yeah he's, he's still the favorite um yeah but yeah he's very much like we're going to have a g-rated time tonight oh my god it's so bad but like also i mean as far as him being the mc he really is kind of the yeah. unsung hero of the whole production he kind of is really the glue that holds it together and i yeah. see him i see clips of him sometimes like currently where he does like disney nights and he brings like back old people from the high school musical stuff and he has like yeah. a crowd of people and like he's you know he's doing pretty good he definitely yeah. has a stage presence which is great yeah also i think the year after this tour he appeared in the harvey milk biopic milk did he yeah oh my god i did not know that i haven't yeah, seen I that i believe he was wearing time. like a shirt and like a, a skirt over it Oh, and he was like a photographer or something. That. I gotta watch that for sure. Again, yeah. I haven't seen that in so long. Yeah, I I literally had to check Google this morning. I was like, wait, he was in that That's movie? So weird. Oh my yeah. gosh. I feel like I would have noticed that, but I I mean, again, haven't seen it in forever. So maybe that was his way of getting back at Disney. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I can understand because you you know, <laughs> I I would imagine if you're a a, a gay kid and you're doing a musical. You know, I mean, you're already you're already ostracized a lot by people just in general. And then you finally get this big opportunity and you're doing this big movie. And you're I, Ryan is such a coded character. It's like and then once it got like closer, like I know in the second movie and the third movie, they're like, OK, can we just like 
acknowledge that he's fucking gay like like why are we doing this <laughs> and Lucy's like no no you have to wait another 15 years <laughs> it's so dumb it's, it's so dumb but anyway um but yeah everyone go check out milk (laughs) yeah i remember that being a great movie yeah uh let's see anything else about status quo um i feel like it the ending was very generic but that's just because they didn't have the chili fries right (laughs) yeah it was funny because like they i thought that there was like a weird pause at one point because I feel like there was supposed to be dialogue or something. And then instead of having said dialogue, they just go, no! <laughs> no, no. And then go to the chorus again. And it just made me laugh. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> and then, well, what was next? I can't take my eyes off of you. I was surprised that this was in there because I was like, this is like a bonus track off of the High School Musical album. Like, I remember listening to it a lot as a kid and I totally had forgotten its existence. (laughs) So I was kind of excited by that. Um, But yeah, that was fun. I have no qualms about that. Yeah. This is the one that made me try to recall how much High School Musical merch I had as a kid. Mm. And I think (laughs) it amounted to... DVDs of the first two movies. I had the soundtrack to the first movie. And I lost it somehow. I don't know what happened to it. Um, and... I feel like there was something else, but I really can't remember. Like I think it was just something like... I definitely like had a Wildcats t-shirt at one time. Uh, I'm trying to think if I had anything else of note. I don't know. Yeah. I definitely don't have anything anymore. Although I would take some Wildcats merch. I would definitely wear it proudly. Yeah. I feel like there was a time where I had high school musical merch, but was ashamed to wear it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh, you know, as I got older. So, I, yeah. But now I feel like it's come back around to like, yeah, I'll wear it. I'll, if I had a Wildcat shirt, I'd wear it. <laughs> yeah. And a long sleeve to wear underneath it. Oh, of course. Yes. Yeah. For that is the vibe. That is the vibe. And it would say, I am the summer vacation. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, Corbin Blue. Yeah. Chad Chad should have had some more fun one-liner t-shirts in this tour to speak of. Because that's his that's his character's quirk, you see. Everyone yeah. has a quirk. That makes up for no characterization whatsoever, other than so- I'm the black best friend. Look at me. I hate musicals. <laughs> yet I can dance better than anyone else here. <laughs> And I'm worried about my best friend being gay for wanting to be in a musical. Mm, and yet I also know who Michael Crawford is. Yeah. <laughs> that was the best. That was like the funniest part. Well, not the funniest part, but one of the funniest parts in the first movie. He Corbin Blue just randomly references Michael Crawford. And yeah. my husband, I remember watching it, was like, did he just bring up fucking Michael Crawford? How does he know who that is? I'm like, I don't know. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Oh goodness! Um, I, I, one more thing about the song. Um, I felt like this should have been written for Michael Jackson. I mean, it's different than all the other songs in the album. Like, I I don't yeah. know why they wrote that for them. Like, I don't know if it was supposed to be in the movie and then they just took it out, or if they just wrote it specifically for the. Al- I have no idea. From what it I've heard, sound like it sounds any of like the other it would songs. have been done for the um, callback auditions. 
for Twinkle Town. Maybe, but it yeah, I mean, it doesn't sound like anything else in the entire <laughs> in the entire like in the entire um album like for the musical. So it just seems like it was written maybe for something else and they're like, "Well, we're not using it for this random Disney project. Let's throw it in here." Yeah. All it was missing was a Shamona. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sung by no one else but Lucas Grabiel. Yeah. That's the only person that would be good at it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that high note that he hit. Yeah. Oh my god, that was actually pretty damn good. Yeah. I know it was recorded, but you know. I feel like that's part of the reason why I was so happy in High School Musical too that like he got his own number because it's. I mean, he shared it with Corbin, but still, like, because he's actually really talented too, and it's yes. like, yeah, <laughs> like they they all have talent, but like you know. Yeah. Corbin, yeah. Corbin was Corbin's a good dancer, and Lucas Grayville can really nail a high note when he needs to. Would you say he's a double threat or a triple threat? Lucas. Yeah. It's triple. Yeah, he can. He danced fine, right? I can trying to remember yeah. like a specific dance. Oh, dancing! He got that in the bag. <laughs> dancing, singing, acting—he can act. So yeah, I'd say triple okay. threat. Okay, I agree too. No shade. <laughs> Love that man. Um, and then we moved on to hopelessly devoted to you. I'm no, I'm sorry. Oh um, my god! <laughs> when there was me and you. Oh my god! So this one, I mean, okay, this is one of the cheesier ones from the movie for sure. Yeah. This is probably one of the my lesser favorites because it's just it's kind of bland and mm-hmm. the choreography in the movie is laughable and wouldn't you know it, the choreography hold on, here hold is on, also hold laughable. on hold on hold on hold on i'm about it i i know my favorite moment of the entire performance and mm. this is going to be a this is going to be a white and frankie exclusive y'all can't see this okay <laughs> yeah like so yeah why it just very um gracefully pointed off into the middle distance while staring longingly at nothing (laughs) and that's basically this whole song it's basically this whole song in the movie as well i was half expecting like a giant poster of zach efron's face to come down from the ceiling and her to stand in front of it and be sad like it's just it's not stop it (laughs) i'm just happy that she restrained herself from crouching down to the floor <laughs> while doing that <laughs> oh my god at least she just did the decent weak point instead of just like and wish upon a star <laughs> oh my god and like the whole crowd is waving their fucking plastic glow sticks. And I'm like, yeah. what What are you guys doing? You guys don't know what you're doing. This is not a glow stick song, man. Like no one's headbanging to this, clearly. And that, like as opposed to putting your lighters up, though, you're going to like wave your glow sticks like, yes, we feel you, Vanessa. We understand your plight. Like, shut up. We like the it's view, so too. Bad. Oh, my God. It's rough, man. It's rough. <sighs> we know that dreams were meant for sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I will say, I feel like she has like probably the least stage presence out of all. Of yes, them. she seems very awkward on stage. 
And may, I'm <gasps> assuming that that's gotten better as she's gotten older because I know she's done, I think she's done Broadway, but she's definitely done theater stuff and she's done other yeah. things. And so, I mean, I'm sure it's gotten better. But at this time in her life, she's awkward which she's performing for preteens that's that's yeah they're all fairly they're all still pretty i mean they're all i think all teenagers are in their 20s either way they're all fucking young and they're all playing for kids so it's weird (laughs) yeah that is why i i'm not vibing with this (laughs) this movie (laughs) this i was discussing a bit maybe we should ask this question can yeah, we what? call this a movie? <laughs> Can we call this a movie or should we call this a, a recording? Should we call it an experience? What do we call this thing? <laughs> we should call this... It's not a movie. <laughs> you know what? I'd be willing to call it a teens documentary. Okay. We can call it a... Yeah. We can call it a sort of kind of documentary. <laughs> It's a, it's a, I'll do that. like you said, it's a time capsule of a very specific yes. time. <laughs> it's a time capsule, but like, it's a time capsule with all the yucky stuff. Like, yeah, high school musical. When I watch High School Musical, I feel like the, you know, I feel warm and fuzzy inside. I think of all the good things, the good memories of yeah. tweendom and childhood. Um, I don't think of, I don't think of really anything watching this because you know what it is too like the crux of high school musical is it hangs a lot I would say on the chemistry between Zach and Vanessa Mm -hmm. which was greatly helped by the fact that they were dating in real life um Drew and Vanessa have no chemistry (laughs) whatsoever on stage or anywhere else I would assume it's just like they're just two big plywood things just <laughs> talking to each other it's it's so awkward he is it's he is so a, he is one of those um he's like a slender man and then she's like yeah. a professional baby and it's like <laughs> yeah he seems like both a brosif and a baby man like it's very weird i don't i don't get no no, no. she's the she's the professional baby oh well yeah no for sure but i'm saying he seems like a brosif and just like he seemed he seems like the funny like not so lovable best friend in a movie like that's Mm. his vibe to me he doesn't seem like a leading man (laughs) at all i mean just for context i think he went on to do another cinderella story with With selena gomez yeah and they had like a very big age gap (laughs) oh yeah i heard about that i never saw that but i i know i know of lucky you Lucky you. Yeah, I I watched the Hillary Duff Cinderella story, the only real Cinderella story I know of, sir, with her big ball gown and Converse shoes. Her fucking mom's wedding gown. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that is one fucking of the Chad ugliest. Michael Murray bitch was in that. Okay, no Drew Seeley over here <laughs> in my Cinderella story. Jesus. Uh. <laughs> Okay, and then there was uh, after doing her little Christian soul ballad, uh, they do get your head in the game. <laughs> I can't, I'm sorry, I, Christianity. It's not uh, like an overt undercurrent. It's just it's the vibe I'm getting hardcore. You you get the vibe. No, I'm not saying there's not a vibe. Yeah, it's definitely a vibe, but it's yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just Disney. I feel like uh, you know yeah. we should be used to this. It's fucking Disney, man. <laughs> but yeah get your head in the game was 
the point where I was like, oh yeah, they're definitely lip syncing because this track is the exact track from the movie <laughs> and they're fucking dancing while they're doing it. So like if they were really yeah. singing, you'd hear perhaps, you know, breath, <laughs> Yeah. like some heavy breathing perhaps, but no. And like, that's fine. Cause the get you in the game choreography is pretty involved. So if you wanted to yeah. lip sync during that part, I could understand. But then by the time Drew Seeley has to sing the slow part, it sounds like he's dying. <laughs> Yeah, that reminds me, actually, sorry, uh, one more thing about the last song. I could tell that they were using the original recording of When There Was Me and You, because when she held that note, she held it longer than she did in the recording. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I was like, she's just screaming, like, no, no, there's nothing coming out of her mouth. (laughs) Oh, no. And I did it, ma. (laughs) no oh no and then she went when there was me and you it's so weird like why would you do that it's like you're just standing there it's not like you have to do anything just stand there and sing it it's not that bad is it no i mean i don't think she she was in status quo but I don't think she was in anything like with strong yeah, choreography. Status quo was like forever ago. So you could you could have <laughs> sang it. You could have sang when there was me and you. Oh my god. Okay. Ay, ay, ay. Uh... Anyway. <laughs> Jeez. People pay that's what irritates me. Poor parents paid money to, to take their kids to go see this and they're fucking lip syncing half the time, if not more right. than half the time. <laughs> it's kind of shitty, but And then when I, I think we might be getting ahead a little bit, but then when Lucas does the thank you speech mm-hmm. and he's like, without you guys, you know, we would all just be like nobodies, which is we'd all be nobodies. <laughs> well, nobody. Well, it struck me for two reasons. First, well, now that you mentioned the lip syncing, it's like, thank you guys for spending $600,000 on us just mm-hmm. doing ha- a halfway job. <laughs> and yeah. then second of all, their target audience doesn't care about their personal careers. <laughs> no, but they, I that's mean, for yeah, the parents clearly just pushing their, mm-hmm. so I was, yeah, they're and, like, we yeah. know you didn't want to sit here for two hours listening to us sing. So we really appreciate that you did that for <laughs> your kids. We appreciate that you love your kids and didn't want to hear them cry that they couldn't go to the high school musical concert. So you bought these tickets. <laughs> but yeah, I, I feel like when, I mean, again, jumping ahead a tiny bit, but I feel like for sure when Corbin was singing his solo stuff, mm-hmm. there was they panned to a kid that was mouthing along, like singing along to it. And I was like, was Jump In out yet? Like, d- there's no way you know this song. Like, <laughs> I mean, maybe it had okay. been on the Disney Channel. Maybe. I don't know. But yeah, it's... Uh... But yeah, they didn't. They definitely didn't pan to any shots of kids singing Ashley Tisdale songs or Vanessa's songs because we'll be together, come whatever. <laughs> oh my god, that was rough, man. What was her most popular one, Ashley Tisdale? Because I don't think it was that one, was it? I think it was either "Be Good to Me" or "Headstrong." Yeah, I'm like I was. Trying oh no! To oh, there was also um. He said, she said. Oh, right. That one. I kind of remember. Yeah. I know Vanessa's was Baby Come Back to Me because I remember that song. I was like, oh, I know this. I listened to this many times. Yeah. 
Yep. <laughs> but yeah, look at them now. Look at them now. <laughs> They're chart-topping hits. Maybe. And, and no. Vanessa's over here <laughs> being like, yeah, people are going to die, but... <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. That was so bad. Oh, my God. I remember <laughs> yeah. that, too. Oh, jeez. Honey, no. <laughs> I was watching a video of Lucas. He was at a convention with some people. I think Vanessa might have been one of them. They were doing a HSM reunion with mm-hmm. Kenny. Um and he was like, uh, something, something, something about Vanessa Hudgens. She was like, he was like, Vanessa is just such a special human being. And then as soon as he said that, I was like, yeah, people are going to die. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, sweetie. <laughs> and then Zach, like, Polly comes in because he's busy, like, shooting an actual movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. I like, I... When we did um, High School Musical 3 on our podcast, me and my husband, we talked about like ideas for a, like a four. And I'm like, why would why are we even talking about this? Because we all know Zach's not coming back. No. <laughs> no fucking way, Zach coming back. <laughs> He's like, I'm making real movies now. I'm talking about maybe getting an Oscar soon. Like, I'm not trying to. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to get an Oscar. I'm not trying to go back to the Disney Channel, bro. Yeah. Not like Anne Hathaway, who's trying to go back to Genovia. <laughs> oh my god, that's going to be weird. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be so weird. I just wish that they would make it something like, like I don't know, like a war movie or something. <laughs> Political intrigue. Genovia. <laughs> Genovia is in like a massive war. <laughs> yes. It's a war-torn like third world country now. <laughs> it's, it's up to Mia Thermopolis to like shine up on her diplomacy skill. <laughs> We have a crossover with like Oppenheimer. She becomes the new Oppenheimer. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Trying to stop like the nuclear war. <laughs> she invites oh. foreign dignitaries over for mattress surfing. <laughs> I mean, with Raven Simone. Come on, <laughs> and Julie Andrews. Oh, poor Julie Andrews. I. God, is she really gonna do that? She's she's just chilling. She's I'm assuming mostly retired. So like, just let her live her life. Yeah, and Gary's gone. Who? Gary Marshall. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. So. Yeah. Who are they gonna? Get? I just I didn't even realize that till you just said it. I was like, oh yeah, Gary Marshall directed Princess Diaries. Yeah. So I think like if without him, they'll just turn it into a girl boss movie. Yeah, it'll just be like another iteration of Barbie. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I made an Oppenheimer and a Barbie reference. You're welcome. <laughs> we're uh, we're two weeks out from those two movies coming out. Is that right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we're still fresh. We're still in with still the with keeping the, it fresh with the trends. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike this fucking show. Uh, get your head in the game was fine <laughs> it was fine it was one of those other like middle school performances for yeah. <laughs> the elementary school kids yeah. and there was a female basketball player doing all the choreo which i appreciated yeah. i was like also, oh there's one chick with a there's a ponytail i see it it's back yeah. there <laughs> there's a ponytail i see it <laughs> there she is <laughs> <laughs> also i love that they all came out of one locker mm-hmm <laughs> What's going on, Wildcats? Uh, see, they're trying to just do that, uh, you know, gay coding whenever they can. 
Oh my god. And you just, just leave the one in. gay theater kid out of it. Mm. Oh jeez. Oh my god, wait, are we up to the best part? Are we up to Corbin solo now? I I, I actually don't know. Because Yeah, we are. Wait, we'll oh we yeah, we talked about Ashley. We talked about get Jen in the game. Okay, yeah, so now we're up to Corbin. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Highlight of the experience. Yeah, push me. it to the limit. I mean, okay, so this song is from Jump In, another DCOM that came out around this time with Kiki, with Kiki Palmer. Palmer. Uh, I never saw it, so I guess this it must have been after my time where I kind of gave up on the DCOMs. I, you know, I feel like High School Musical, I, High School Musical one and two was probably my last real bouts with DCOMs. Mm-hmm. Um, but the song's good, and he can obviously dance. Mm-hmm. Um, it, but th- this is definitely the most produced, as I mentioned before. They got jump ropes. They got shadow boxing. They got <laughs> jump ropes made into a boxing ring. I didn't understand the boxing theme of the, of the, of the number. <laughs> I was like, yeah. are they trying to make jump roping look cool and badass? So they keep. <laughs> making it's him so metal people and then oh wait no was that after it was after but then and yeah he comes out with his freaking bedazzled ass shirt and his <laughs> chain mail jeans and i was like okay girl okay <laughs> all right you're really i feel bad because corbin is like really really talented but like you know he was he was trying he was actually putting an effort in yep <laughs> I, I don't think I have too strong an opinion on his his set. I liked I just I just liked all the effort that they put into it compared to the other ones cuz it's yeah. like, oh wow, you really they just threw Ashley and Vanessa out there to the wolves. Like just sing yeah. girls. And then they they did definitely more of a production with Corbin. And then he did another song. He gets two songs in the movie. Uh another song called Marching. And this moment for me was like the biggest laugh that i got he there's like the lights go down it comes back up with like the most ugly just visually unpleasant like band jacket yes like it's orange and teal and it's got like the frills and i'm like yep. what is this <laughs> what did you what did you put on this kid and he's just dancing around just trying really really hard and they gave him a fucking cowbell because that's funny or <sighs> like that's fun that's okay <laughs> he's watched snl yeah I just, I, that's literally what i said i was like more cowbell <laughs> that's what everyone wants I just didn't cowbells yeah. and jazz squares. That's what the kids it want. It was wild, man. It was Everyone wild. And then at the end, it turns square. into drumline. I just, I don't know what it, what that was. <laughs> I think they were trying to clearly push Corbin to be like maybe their like new star because they figured Zac Efron was going to move on because mm-hmm. he was doing a big movie. So they're like, okay, let's push Corbin and. I guess it, I mean, it didn't work probably the way they wanted to because Jump In wasn't as successful nearly as High School Musical, but <clears throat> it definitely just highlighted how little they gave a fuck about Vanessa and Ashley's segments because <laughs> Corbin was like right in the well, middle of the show, this big production. Well, here's a, here's some extra tea. 
So uh, they actually filmed another uh, performance in Latin America. Um, May 26, 2007, they filmed a concert in Buenos Aires. Um, and then another one in Mexico City. And another one performed in Santiago. And those, some of those included more of Ashley's set. But in America, she's she's too Britney, I guess. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe that's what it was. I literally read a YouTube comment on that video that I shared with you. They, they were like, she was the Britney Spears of Disney. Like, I oh mean... my god. <laughs> Britney Spears was the Britney Spears of Disney. <laughs> yeah, like, hello. That's also accurate. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I guess they were trying to go for round two. And also, well, I was going to say Jamie Lynn, but Jamie Lynn switched sides. She went to Nickelodeon. Yeah. And then didn't they have to cancel that show because she got pregnant? Yeah. That was, oh, I remember that being a scandal when, like, I was young. That was, like, the big, <gasps> what? <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, Jeez. I don't remember that episode of Octomom. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> anyway. But yeah, uh, I'll say that that whole Corbin segment definitely highlighted his talent, but also highlighted that they were clearly trying to push him as like to the limit, the big cheese. Pushing him to the limit. Um, but if Zach were there, forget it. No one would give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> but Corbin, poor thing. <laughs> yeah. That's the sad part. That is kind of sad. Yeah, but then he—it's probably for the best because not only was he doing hairspray, but he was still coked out. Oh yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> like, I mean, at least we would have had some like actual chemistry between because they do the, the they do what do they do after this? What I've been looking for. Yeah, they so do they do both the slow version that, with yeah. with uh, Drew Seeley and Vanessa, which they sang it twice, which I was like why we don't want this <laughs> it's bad <laughs> like they sang through the whole song i was like okay well now we're gonna do ashley and lucas yay and then they just sang it again i'm like no go away it's literally they're they're terrible together it's really off-putting <laughs> yeah like this is supposed to be a really romantic song and they have no chemistry whatsoever um but then lucas and ashley tisdale come on and i feel much better i'm like hey there <laughs> I feel you better make even us happy? though sing the song good. Okay. Even though I think this is still at that time where they didn't really like each other. Yeah, no, I think they didn't like each other around here. But they definitely yeah. they had more chemistry than Vanessa and Drew she uh, Bru- Drew Sheely. <laughs> Drew Seely. And um Lucas is definitely the star of the show for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. He really is. It's such a shame that he got like shafted through this whole series, really. Yeah. I mean, he gets his moments, but I mean, I think the most shafted person in this performance was Monique, but Oh yeah. Which is We haven't really, talked about her at all. Sad because Monique, like, really got shafted by like the whole Disney operation. Like, you know, she got pushed to the side every chance they could really get to push her to the side they pushed her aside and it makes it even more sad because at the end she's like crying about how like oh this is such a great opportunity and i love everybody and i'm like oh honey jesus christ she just seems like a very nice genuine person and it's just like oh you're gonna get eaten up and spit out by this fucking machine yeah well i've been seeing 
apparently I didn't do enough research before <laughs> I raised the idea of this episode because I found some <laughs> clips of uh, he Drew Seeley. He performed a song. It has something to do with dance. It's from the Cheetah Girls. Oh yeah, two. I saw that when I looked at Wiki, but it wasn't in the movie, so I was like, okay, I don't yeah. care. Yeah, but there was a section where I think he and Monique were dancing to show off her ballroom dancing skills because they were Aww. like, we got to give her something to do. <laughs> but um, damn, she, she was she was just in one of those Dancing with the Stars atrocities, like yeah. <laughs> shimmering sparkle. She's being rolled around. I think she nearly fell on one move, but. That really and, sucks. Yeah. Cause if you, I mean, let's be real, Corbin and Monique are already just tokens in the series. Like it's so obvious. Like I mm-hmm. think even as a kid I realized it. Because it's like, oh great, we have the two white well not white because Vanessa's not white, but you know what I mean? Like the yeah. two leads getting together and having the romance, and then oh look, the two the only two black kids in the school happen to also get together. Isn't that funny? Like <laughs> It's just like, and it's so obvious. Yeah. So it's like, you couldn't throw, and you clearly threw Corbin a bone. So like, you couldn't, you couldn't give Monique a little something. No. Okay. Uh, Apparently not. Just make her, her character just like an egotistical asshole. Yeah. That's another thing that bothers me about these movies. It's like, they have the worst friends until like five minutes before the end. Yes. (laughs) It's like that in the first movie. And then in the we're literally making movie, sure that you and this girl break up with each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In the in the second movie, it doesn't really focus on Vanessa at all. So by extension, Monique really isn't focused on it at all. But it's focused on Troy and Troy. High School Musical is really befuddling in its plot. It's probably the most befuddling because they they paint Troy as a villain because he is concerned about his future and going to college and but he doesn't spend as much time with his friends because of that so he's the bad guy and then Corbin Blue gets pissed off because he doesn't want to play basketball with him and he's like I want my ball back like that's the whole that's his whole plot line throughout the whole movie until the end <laughs> I want my balls back <laughs> and it's like it's just so odd um and then the third one yeah the third one weirdly probably does the most with Monique because she gets a whole like subplot where Corbin's trying to ask her to prom but they make her like a really unreasonable bitch almost (laughs) she's like I want you to ask me properly (laughs) like he tries to do it slick and be like oh you know I got my tux for the prom and like trying to sweet talk her and she's like is that how you're gonna ask me hair flip I want you to ask me properly and he has to do a whole fucking musical number (laughs) in order to ask you to the prom so really yeah that's high school musical and then there's the one part where they hate gabriella so much that his dad literally orders her off the basketball court oh yeah it's like oh this is a closed practice it's like yeah and then they just show her like just take the time to show her running out of the gymnasium (laughs) like very sad like shuffle Get out! Get the hell out of here, lady. Yeah. Then they have later on. They have like the reveal, like with the like very two thousandsy webcam that somehow gives perfect picture of right (laughs) talking shit about her. Right. (laughs) It was so bad, and like that those little deeds. That's why I like rewatching 
decoms as an adult we've done a few decoms on shoot the flick and it's because like as a kid certain things happen and you don't even register them as being weird or not making any sense and then when you watch it as an adult you're like i don't know how that got past me (laughs) you know it doesn't make any sense (laughs) yeah jesus christ i don't think there's many more that i could watch again Mm. (laughs) yeah that's that's basically my husband's thought he's like i'm not doing this ever again with you i'm never watching high school musical again oh my god i'm like oh you never know you never know you never know but uh, right. I made him I watch fucking Life Size. I, you know, I have some power. <laughs> I made him watch the Tyra Banks Disney Channel movie. I can do anything. <laughs> Schmizing the hell out of the scenery. <laughs> oh, gosh. God. Okay. Yeah, between, between what I've been looking for and I think not long after that is Bop to the Top, where Ashley Tisdale and Lucas Grabeel perform together. Um. Yeah, by reports, they weren't really friends at this time, yeah. but they definitely perform well together. Yeah. They're experienced enough to where they're like, we can put it aside for the kids. Oh, my God. But yeah, it's like back to what we were saying before about like the little, little children that they were performing for. Like it's for Bob to the top. They're like thrusting and stuff. And then they lucas leads a a, a dance party as, or, yeah. or something with the audience and then within like 10 seconds of, of doing that he, he sings the line about wiping away your inhibitions and it's like <laughs> it's like oh no it sounds no. so weird in this context yes it does <laughs> it's like oh man i don't know if high school i mean i guess that happens like with everything where you you make things for maybe a slightly older child audience for families younger kids just watch it yeah so maybe it wasn't intended for little little children but it just happened to appeal to little little children at least some of them yeah but it, it having like those cuts to the audience made me double like double check myself i'm like wait was i too old <laughs> at 13 for this i don't know i we're not i'm not seeing any teenagers in the audience like i'm getting concerned (laughs) yeah (laughs) this isn't no this isn't no in sync concert yeah bob's to the top felt a little icky just based on that context that began with lucas doing an aside about like oh we love to include the children in our dance parties (laughs) talking about (laughs) wiping away your inhibitions and thrusting your hips (laughs) jesus uh but before that actually um vanessa according to the set list it says that this was her solo moment yes vanessa does get her moment which she was she was to open with uh let's dance which we didn't get to hear yeah um but then in the in the pastor's cut, the youth pastor's cut, as I called it. Oh no. <laughs> uh she she performs Say Okay. Which is like such a boring song. I was like yeah. I was bored. I was like on my phone the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I just remember it was such a big deal because it had Zach Efron in the music video. Oh, does it? Oh, yeah. I, I think they're at a bowling alley. Ah, uh, I see, I see. 
Typical, typical date for a chaste team yeah. couple. Yeah. I just remember it because of the filter that they put over all of the shots. It was like they were treating this chaste romance in a bowling alley like it was a Celine Dion like power ballad. (laughs) And it was just this weird like alternative gray green lighting on everything. I was like, this is for Avril Lavigne, not for (laughs) Vanessa. (laughs) Oh my God. Or the fucking red hot chili peppers. Yeah. My God. I was bummed, uh, though, that they didn't put uh, Come Back to Me in the movie, because that's, like, probably, I would say, her most popular song. Yeah. But that had the most hip swishing. Yeah. <laughs> that's her go-to move. Her go-to move. And I'm like, don't do that. <laughs> you're, you're, I know Bob to the Top is coming up next. Don't do that. Yeah. Just, that's what makes it weird. We could have, we should have just cut out all the audience shots. Yes, we should <laughs> Because, like, I don't know, clearly whatever crop they were picking from in uh, the Texas audience was just not, it was nothing over 10. (laughs) Oh, my God. At least in, like, the front rows where you were shooting your camera. (laughs) Yeah, I'd say 12 at max. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, uh... (laughs) All right, we 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 waxed rax, rhapsodic about Bob to the top. So then we get to Breaking Free, which and is like one of the best songs from the fucking movie, man. And it's just so sad here. Yeah, they it's don't even do so a key empty. change. <laughs> I know. It, yeah, very empty. I think he fucked up the words at one point. He like flubbed a line or something. I think so at, like towards the end, Drew and yeah. I'm like, dude, you have one job. <laughs> You have one job. You sang the song like 50 times, probably at least. Like, come on, man. <laughs> I think that might have, the Houston show might have been one of the first, but still. Oh, really? But Let still. me see. Houston, that would have been one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. That would have been the 10th show. Oh, wow. Yeah. But yeah, to entertain myself, I kind of like came up with this like narrative in my mind that like, you know, Vanessa is silently pining for Zac Efron. And, yeah. Uh, you know, Drew Seeley's just like pathetically just trying to get with her, even though she's madly in love with Zac Efron. I don't. Because I, otherwise, I, I may, was just he might be, be married right mind. now, but I don't know if he's been in love. <laughs> what? Wait, who? Drew Seeley? Yeah, Drew Seeley. He's oh. probably married, but like. <laughs> he seems like the most like. Out of all of them, he seems like the most Christian pastor, like youth pastor guy. Yeah. <laughs> but he's like the cool one that tries to be hip to like appeal to the but kids. he was doing so much of the pop and lock and jam and break and... <laughs> oh, not another sound. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah. It, it, I felt like he was trying to do the most because he knew that he was like, no one gave a shit. <laughs> yeah about him so he was just really trying to like push himself out there the most and i i do feel bad kind of but also like what did you expect dude no one knows you <laughs> yeah no one knows you and you're competing with zach efron who now at this point is like the biggest teen heartthrob in the universe <laughs> yeah i just feel like the one thing missing from this number was her lab coat 
Uh, yes, it <laughs> would have completed the ensemble. Oh, yeah, because they have like the like when your computer is idle in the 90s and like the yeah. graphics, they had that going in the background. <laughs> so it, was, it set the stage perfectly. They're like, oops, literally. we need to shake the shake the mouse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they did that with uh, they did that with Ashley's stuff, too, where it was just like like colorful like shooting stars in the background that like you could pull out from like microsoft in 1992 <laughs> <laughs> it's like dude at least like show at least show the movie in the background like right. you know to, at least because that's you know that's why we're here because we like the movie you can show the movie in the background i mean not for their like solo stuff maybe, yeah, yeah i guess yeah. but show her music video something some behind like, the scenes Shots? Yeah, I don't know. something, something that's not this. <laughs> if you if you really want to push it, just make up some dudes that she has fictional crushes on, and then just have those in the background. <laughs> oh like God. who who was big in two thousand six? Oh God, I don't know. <laughs> it's so long ago. Teddy Geiger or something? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh no. Oh God. Again. Jeez. Put Chester Bennington up there. Oh no! Oh no! Not Chester. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. We'll 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 put it. We'll age it down. Put Gerard Way. Gerard Way would do. That's fine. Yeah. Appeal to the punk kids out there. Yeah. Teenager scare the living shit out of me. Oh my god! I've been meaning to listen to that for a long time. (laughs) I heard it the other day in the car, and I was like. Yep. <laughs> yep, it's a 2006 kind of day. Yeah. Uh, and actually, I went ahead and checked um, two things, actually. Um, first off was that uh, this performance, uh, well, not this performance, but the one at the um, then-named Conseco Fieldhouse. Uh, it's currently the Gainbridge Fieldhouse. Mm. And the biggest performances of note from that year were from Van Halen, Van Halen, Celtic Woman, <laughs> okay, and Miley Cyrus. What a what a combo! Right? <laughs> what a fucking combo! Well, and then High School Musical, sharing the stage with Van Halen. That would have been the very first. That's thing what of I the want. Year. I want to. I want a duet between like a, a crossover with Van Halen and High School Musical. Right. <laughs> That's what I want more than anything. Right? But oh, I mean geez. like they came they came there in October and mm. HSM would have been in January. So Damn. Yeah. Uh-oh. Missed out on a great opportunity there. Right. <laughs> but as as we're getting to the end too, just in reference to Drew Seeley, <laughs> like the, he doesn't like the only aside I feel like he did of note as Drew Seeley. Yes. Um, backstage, he was like, oh, my favorite part of the show is uh, definitely the finale, since we're getting to there. I figure I'd mention it. Yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah. my favorite part's the finale, because, you know, the whole crowd just screaming, going crazy. It gave very, like, Sally Field, like, you like me, you really like me yeah. vibes. And it just made me sad. I'm like, oh, honey, no, like, nobody, nobody's here for you. <laughs> Nobody, nobody's here to see you. <laughs> And like Corbin, I mentioned, I know mentioned like how they go out after the show and like meet some of the fans or whatever. And yeah. I can just imagine that scenario in my head, like everyone just like 
gravitating towards like the main cat like vanessa ashley yeah. corbin and then like poor drew seeley is just like on the side like oh well you know i'm here too i you can close your eyes and i can sing <laughs> it's like zach efron's here <laughs> what i think happened is that hordes of preteen teenage girls saw vanessa hudgens or ashley tisdale right next to drew seeley Mm-hmm. And they asked him to hold their phone while they took a picture. <laughs> oh my god. That's what that, I think I happened. I mean, that's like out of a movie, but if that scenario actually happened, that would be incredible. <laughs> right? Oh god, you can just feel the awkward in the air. Oh my god, Ashley, Vanessa, you guys are like my childhood. Like, I'm you're such a big fan. Oh, hey dude, could you like hold Yeah, exactly. Hey dude, can you do me a favor? Like they think like you know he's their assistant or something bro i was just on stage like an hour ago yeah yeah i'm sure that's very nice but would you please just (laughs) oh my god oh lord because the thing is like most of the time when drew was singing as drew and not lip syncing like he didn't even sound like like in the movie and i don't know if it's just like because of the craziness of the concert or because like you know puberty because i know zach didn't sing in the first movie because like his balls had dropped and like his singing voice was a little lower than they wanted yeah but I d- we're I breaking said free the- i said from the beginning i didn't really understand that like you could have worked it out because i mean he's a sing- like he can sing zach efron so you could have fixed yeah. it and figured it out but they just wanted that like tween teen boy poppy sound i guess but yeah. you know what they should have done they should have had Drew Seeley ghost sing as Zac Efron. Like they should have put Zac Efron's vocals over Drew Seeley. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine. That would have been funny. Yeah. That would have been really funny. Oh like, wait, God. this isn't from High School Musical. You're just some other guy. And meanwhile, it's actually Zac Efron. <laughs> it's like the oh, biggest prank of all. A real Lena Lamont situation. Mm. Have you seen Singing in the Rain? Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> of course, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Good stuff. Um, um, and then one more thing before we get to the finale. I checked to make sure if Panic was doing any concerts around the same time. <laughs> and uh, they were doing the Nothing Rhymes with Circus Tour to promote Fever You Can't Sweat Out. Yes. I would have much rather gone to that. <laughs> Okay, great. Yes, <laughs> so would I. Of course. I love. I mean, I always loved Panic at Disco, but especially that first album. Forget it. Yeah, I definitely yeah. would have did that instead. Because <laughs> that I wouldn't have had a latent film of shame over. Yes. <laughs> like going to that, I would have worn the T-shirt after. If I got a concert T-shirt <laughs> from this, I wouldn't have worn it. <laughs> right. Except like in my room in private. Yeah. I I just feel like sharing that because the listeners like there might be some high school musical fans who listen to this and I'm just like we are part of a different breed of 2006 kids. Yeah. <sighs> but true. <laughs> I just, that's a real crossover that would be fucking that's like out of a fever dream. Panic with uh high school musical. He could have nailed bet on it. Yeah, 
But I mean, bet on it is such like a fucking. You talk about time capsule. Bet on it is like a time capsule to end all time capsules. Like you could never watch a High School Musical anything ever in your life, but you need to experience bet on it. Like even if you've never watched a High School Musical film and never will, it's okay. Just watch bet on it, <laughs> and you will know what two thousand seven eight was like. Like you'll know. We were all staring at his reflection in the water. <laughs> oh my god, it's so... It's such a scary place. And then he throws Ooh. that fucking pocket sand. <laughs> Just, he's so angry. And he's and like he's the... Run. Another another move that's a Frankie White exclusive. He's like... Yeah. <laughs> Just the... Mo- oh my god. I can't imagine. I feel like I know... I read somewhere how long that took and I remember thinking oh my god you poor thing it, i probably took at least a couple of days to film that fucking sequence it's just so and you know him running through the oversaturated green grass yeah <laughs> oh so good no it's uh, it's perfect Jesus. one of my favorite high school musical moments of all time if not my favorite it's probably mine too <laughs> It's so bad, it's good. <laughs> it goes all the way around to being good again. It's like yeah. this and the room. It's like, that's just <laughs> it's all the same shit. Oh, hi, Zach. Oh, hey, Johnny, what's up? <laughs> anyway, how's your sex life? What's sex life? I'm on the Disney Channel movie, bro. <laughs> also, wasn't that there was a campaign... In the late 2000s, was it like something called Dare? Oh, was it then? I feel like it was earlier than that, but maybe. Yeah. I remember Brendan wore t shirts that said the slogan. <laughs> I can't remember. It's not important, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, okay, finally, we've reached the ultimate the finish line. <laughs> the youth congregation it the makes it to perform. <laughs> my god i'm so like i spent four dollars on this and it's an hour long (laughs) like why did i do that i spent four dollars on this hour-long thing you did it because we're good friends i know i'm not i'm not even mad that i did it i'm just mad that it costs four dollars you pay four (laughs) dollars for a full-length feature on amazon like you couldn't have given this was an hour long but to be fair it was like I think the highest it got was like 480 res. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The quality was terrible. <laughs> quality was really terrible. I think you just there ripped it from the DVD. They put the camera on the Jumbotron and you could see like the wavy lines of the Jumbotron. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is so bad. <laughs> oh, my God. It was really rough. Jesus. Uh, but like Disney, don't take that as a hint that you need to re-release this in 4K. Just no. leave it alone. Let it die in peace. Unless you bring back the Ashley and Vanessa bits. But I don't yeah, even think bring that's back worth the it. full length con. We want to see every nook and cranny of this shit show. <laughs> I would like to actually see Monique Coleman ballroom dance, though. That might be nice. Yeah, I think just because I I've like her. Found a video and it was just like a minute and a half. Mm. That's, that's all, all I, I could give her was a minute and a half. Jesus. 
This is a two-hour show. <laughs> Christ. No, no, no. I don't even think that's how long the routine was. It's just I found a really shitty video made from like one of those oh, old like cameras. Fan. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like a fan cam. And it was so loud. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, you yeah. All what? the tweens. All the tweens were screaming. Well, I mean, like, it wasn't even just the screaming. It was just like a really <laughs> shitty camera that had like compressed audio and then like, Love Everything that. was like damn close to pixels. <laughs> Love that. Do you remember how shit like fan cam shit looked in 2006? Yeah, of course. I oh, went God. to the Glee concert. Yeah. <laughs> I have I've had some of those. Oh my god. Glad I can't relate. Um Yeah, no, you should be. It's, it's yeah. insane. Yeah. All right. And then are there is there anything else that we've forgotten? Um, just when they leave, like the main cast, when they all leave, like arm in arm together. Yeah. It seems like they, like, I don't know. You can't see their faces, but just the way that they're walking, it seems like they're just dead inside. (laughs) They just don't, they just don't, like, they're so sick of each other. And I know this is only the 10th show. Yeah. uh, According to research. But yeah, it just seems like they're so over it already. (laughs) Which I could understand. You just spent two hours like fake smiling and shit for a bunch of kids. And lip syncing. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh. But I, I think that's also what gets me down about this stuff because I guess from my wheelhouse of expertise, these kids are essentially Mickey Rooney and Judy Garland. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, luckily, most of them have now kind of come out the other other side yeah mostly unscathed but um yeah i that's what all these disney channel kids are so it just yeah it just feels icky watching it a little bit yeah it's an undercurrent of ick and also like i i remember in our snow white episode you were talking about like surely not enough disney kids from walt's day were doing fine compared to today and i actually thought of a few that actually made it on the other side Mm-hmm. There was um Catherine Beaumont, who was the voice of Alice and Wendy. Mm-hmm. She went on to actually become a school teacher for like 30 years. Oh, that seems very Wendy of her. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think it was actually a thing of like, she actually talked with Walt and she was like, I, this is something that I want to pursue. And he was like, well, I guess if you're sure about it, then we'll free you up from your contract I guess contract I'll or set you free. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> And then there was Annette Funicello, um, one of the Mouseketeers in the Mickey Mouse Club. She became the most, like, step for wives <laughs> of the bunch. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Like, she, she had a kid, and I think that's when she, like, stopped being, like, a regular actress, recording mm-hmm. artist thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then she also developed uh, multiple sclerosis in the 80s, mm-hmm. so... Yeah, that was rough for her. And then there was Haley Mills, who was in movies like Pollyanna and The Parent Trap. Yeah. She actually became like a respectable actress. Yeah. And she recalls her experience at the Disney studio as one that was just wonderful and nice. And she loved Walt and stuff. So, Well, I guess that's that's not all bad then. (laughs) There was a lot of bad. 
but it's good that some people came out of it okay. <laughs> yeah. Because for every Catherine Beaumont, there's a Bobby Driscoll. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. But it seemed like most, I mean, all the high school musical kids came out pretty good. I mean, not all of them had like great careers, but. Yeah. They all came out mostly okay. At the very least, um, I think her name is Casey Stroh. Stra? Is that her last name? Stra? She plays Martha. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, she, apparently she's just killing it on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. I've seen her on there and I'm like, why do I know who this is? And then, yeah, I look her up and I'm like, oh, it's the girl from <laughs> High School Musical. The yeah. pop and locking and jamming and breaking girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With the hipping and hopping and How and dare you do homework and also dance? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> How dare you skateboard and also play the cello? That's like half the kids in my orchestra, like when I was in school. <laughs> I don't understand why we were all so offended by the cello. <laughs> I'll have you know that the cello is a very neutral instrument. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my, my God. gosh. But yeah. It just makes me think about how I had few prospects as a high school student. Uh-huh. I was just in it for the straight dudes. <laughs> yeah. Because I had nothing else. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah. I feel like this is the antithesis of watching High School Musical for nostalgic fun. Like, you don't yeah. watch this for nostalgic fun. You watch this... I don't even know why you would watch... I can't think of, like, a distinct reason why you would want to seek this out and watch it. You would watch this to think about how far we've come as a, as a society. As a society. <laughs> Jesus Christ. At least in the fashion sense, I would say. In fashion, in marketing, who you market to, and like yeah, maybe don't have too. young adults singing to preteen girls. In how you direct a fucking concert movie. I mean, like, you know, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Just like yeah. any like musician film, like Jesus Christ, like the fact that Ashley do, Tisdale's do most like insightful line was that she and Vanessa Hudgens had nicknames for each other. Oh, V and A. I was like, is this really what we're doing with our time? <laughs> like that, that, like the whole purpose of like a, a musician documentary of sort. I don't even want to call this that. It's giving you too much credit, but <laughs> you know, like you're supposed to ask them like deep shit and like get them talking about like like stuff akin to what monique coleman did at the end so and like you saved that for the end so that was presumably your best snippet that you got out of everybody yeah which means either the rest of the cast was just like so very over this and didn't give a fuck or you just weren't asking the right questions yeah you didn't like prepare enough for that interview process and because it really doesn't take up much in the movie it's really not even a full aspect of the movie so it's just like there like a couple of times here and there and then that's it i think this was a a time for like shallow interviewers yeah because they could be like keep in mind they would still be asking questions like so how do you feel about that nude scandal (laughs) Like I don't want to talk about it. Um, yeah, we weren't we weren't talking about that. No, that that's the culture of the time. Mm. Which I think is probably the one reason why I chose to talk about it for this episode. Because I'm in the cultural studies in Disney, so here we are. 
Yeah. So I guess, speaking of which, uh, our final question. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> How do you think High School Musical The Concert colon Extreme Access Pass? Oh, Christ. <laughs> I kept trying to remember the, like, the subtitle, and I was like, is it Backstage Pass? What the fuck is it? I don't remember. Extreme anyway, Concert Pass. So fucking dumb. Anyway. <laughs> extreme. <laughs> Everything's extreme in the 2000s. Jesus. Um, but how do you think this colon colon extreme concert <laughs> pass? I can't. Influence the way the Walt Disney Studios produces films to this day. Oh, Christ. I mean, I, it's definitely... It definitely falls into the policy of, like, if something catches fire, just run with it and squeeze as much out of it as you possibly can. For the love of God, <laughs> just do everything, everything and anything you can. Because they released this... They released the movies themselves. They released sing-along versions of the movies. Yeah. They had the live album. They had the movie album. They had, you know. So they have video just, games. They have video games. Jesus Christ. Yeah. They had everything and anything. High School Musical. They'll just slap Zac Efron's face on anything and <laughs> sell it. Yeah. So if anything, it, it definitely is just a, a symptom of their marketing strategy which say what you want but it's definitely successful indeed before i give my response i'll go ahead and say that this movie actually makes me want to play some like old versions of guitar hero <laughs> it does give me that vibe i'll say that yeah, yeah. i kind of yeah what was the other one there's guitar hero and then there's there was just like a karaoke thing Oh, there was a, I think there was one that was competing with Guitar Hero. Oh, I can't remember. I can't. Maybe I'm making it up. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? This movie has destroyed my brain. I feel like a mush. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, go play Guitar Hero. <laughs> yeah, go. Just yeah. do it anyway. It's coming back. Yeah. It's making a comeback. Yeah. But I'd say the way High School Musical colon the concert colon Extreme Access Pass colon the Youth Pastor Cut, <laughs> um, <laughs> it. I'd say that this isn't totally true, but I think this is the last time that Disney. I don't want to say child stars, but like. TV stars, family TV stars, whatever you want to call them. This is the last time that they took over the world. I mean, there was Hannah Montana, but... There was Hannah Montana, but that wasn't that long after this. Yeah. But I would say between this and Hannah Montana, like, there were other Disney Channel stars, obviously, but none that reached that height, I don't think. Yeah. So I'm trying to run through like other things. Like I know that Descendants was a big deal, but I think it was just because yeah. of the franchise. Yeah, I think it's just because it's based on Disney, like yeah. actual like the animated stuff. And yeah. I've never actually watched those. I've that heard that the first time. one's the worst, but they get better. I mean, if 
I would I would watch it if I thought anyone that listened to my show would be remotely interested or if I thought my husband would jump out a fucking window to avoid it. <laughs> but yeah, I just I never I think really after high school musical my experience with decoms were put to bed. Yeah. I was like, okay, we can't get any better than this. Let's just no. let's Camp Rock, I don't even know her. Let's grow up now, Peter Pan. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's Disney in 2007. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> huh. Well, you have to come back on my show soon. Yes. Because I, I, I know we already that. agreed we're, we're going to talk about Frozen, but I'm also doing Chicken Little, if you wanted to join me for that. <laughs> I I listened to your real ranking. I know you don't like it. <laughs> I, I will to... unleash the fury of a thousand suns. <laughs> I literally because I was either gonna do that for like post Renaissance, uh, or because I want to do a bad one. So I was either gonna do that or Meet the Robinsons, and I know you kind of like Meet the Robinsons. So I was like yeah. that might be fun, but I tried to rewatch it and I can't. I can't get through it. <laughs> yeah, I don't like Meet the Robinsons. That's fair. I feel like. I, I I know some people really dig it, but I just can't get into it. Yeah. Chicken Little sounds like a good venture. Let's do it. <laughs> cool. Cool, man. I don't think my husband's even seen it, so it'll be a new experience for him. Oh, my God. It'll be us, like, losing our shit for an hour and <laughs> my husband just being like, yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> I agree. This was terrible. <laughs> I agree, but I love Zach Braff. <laughs> Scrubs, Scrubs references. That's all my husband will be good for during that episode. Do you really think he'll be like Chicken Little is better than High School Musical? Ooh, that's a great. We have to ask him that question. Oh Jesus! If we do. If we if if you come on, then yeah, we would definitely have to ask him if he likes Chicken Little better than High School Musical. That's actually that would be an excellent question to ask. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> I'll be like, okay, gun to your head. Which one would you watch again, Chicken Little or High School Musical? And it'll be like, kill me. <laughs> you have an hour and a half left to live. Which you wish. <laughs> How do you want to spend it? <laughs> There's only two movies in the whole world. <laughs> oh my god. And then extreme access pass could be our our wild card. <laughs> Dude, he's he's never refused to like. I'll show him like any random shit and he doesn't care i mean he'll care he'll bitch and moan about it but when i brought this up he was like i'm not watching that with you <laughs> i've had enough of high school musical shit uh this one was probably the most reasonable for him to uh, yeah i well I, that's why i told him i i'm not gonna make you watch this i just wanted to watch the corbin blue stuff because it was really funny to me <laughs> yeah but it's always fun coming on here yeah. Talking shit about Disney. <laughs> yeah. You come out with like the weirdest shit too. You're just like, let's watch the first 10 minutes of Snow White. Okay, let's watch the high school musical concert film. <laughs> Didn't know that existed, but okay, sure. <laughs> well, I feel like this, I don't want to say this is the only selling point of Disney Real to Real, but it's like because of how much I know about Disney, I know where mm-hmm. to find the obscure shit. That's what like I like. People have totally I like obscure shit. <laughs> I enjoy that. <laughs> yeah. Man, 
yeah. Well, that concludes this chapter on Disney Reel to Reel. Indeed. If you'd like to check out some Disney film reviews uh, from yours truly uh, and my sometimes not so willing husband, uh, feel free to check us out at Shoot the Flick, uh, wherever pods are casted. We come out with an episode usually every week and we don't do just Disney movies. We do other movies, too. We just show each other different things and make fun of each other for our weird taste in film. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty fun. Um, Yeah. Um, And y'all can find us at DisneyReel2Real at gmail.com or on Instagram at DisReel2RealPodcast. We also have a Tumblr page that is still in the works, but um, just letting y'all in the nose. Um... We really are in the 2000s. <laughs> Got a Tumblr page. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm kidding. I kid. I kid. I, I know. I just wonder, like, keeping up with, the, like, the OG content trend, it's like, should we do, like, emo band members in Disney costumes Ooh, or things like that's that? That's fun. Or, like, those really shitty, like, background aesthetics. Mm-hmm. You remember? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to let Rayleigh know about that. (laughs) Do you know how to use Photoshop? (laughs) Oh, God. All right. Bye. Yes. uh, Apologize to Rayleigh in advance for me for my upcoming Chicken Little review because I know she's she loves it, but I don't. (laughs) And I'm going to shit on it. (laughs) You're just making me feel vindicated. So let's go. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, Rayleigh. I also was an awkward kid in school. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. But until next time, have a magical day, everybody.